Hello. We are glad you found us. Please sit back, relax and enjoy the show. Welcome to When Life Attacks. The sky has not fallen, Travis. No, no. The sun also rises. It does. Full moons, big moons. Yeah. Right in the evening. It's going to be huge tonight, right? Super moon tonight. Super moon. was last night, too. But if you tune into the news, everything's coming to an end. Yes. Yeah. We're... I mean, I thought we were dead already. I, I, our, maybe we are dead. Maybe, maybe we just don't know it yet. Like, it's one of those levels of consciousness we haven't quite realized that we are dead it's the and it po- all ended it's a power the power of a comb over is what i'm the power of the comb over yeah like donald trump being elected was such a huge deal yeah to so many whether you were in his corner or you were against him it, it was big it huge was right huge it was massive so were you in town for that you were gone right i was out of town Cause I took you to the airport on Sunday, Sunday morning, Sunday morning. Yeah. Yeah. And so you were gone for the whole election. You were in a red state, weren't you? Yeah. They ended up going red. I think. Yeah. Uh, I, I went to bed before the election results were in on that state, but it was pretty much leaning red. Isn't McCain. That's McCain's state. That's McCain's hometown. Yeah. Yeah. That's his, that's his turf. Pretty red. Yeah. It's, it's typically pretty red. Although a um, little fun fact, uh, the Clinton Bush, uh, election back in what was that the ninety two election mm-hmm. they went gray Arizona went Perot really yeah ultra conservative <laughs> wanted to elect another billionaire yeah so yeah little little fun fact for you so your family tr- leans that direction right they lean conservative they lean yes they lean conservative so it was there were there were parades there were people dancing in the streets it was euphoria. Uh, pretty much. I mean, my old man, I was with my old man out in Arizona and all day Tuesday, he just didn't want to think about it. Cause he was like, my guy's going to lose. Trump's going to lose. And in the back of my head, I'm kind of like, yeah, probably, <laughs> probably. Even though in the back of my mind, I was like, hey, I don't know, man, it could happen. It could happen. I Cause see. I'd had a dream two weeks before the election that he did win. And I remember I woke up in a bit of a panic. You know, I'm not going to sit here and tell you like I have premonitions or anything like that, but I did have a very vivid dream that, yeah, he won the election. So in the back of my mind, I was like, it could happen. But yeah, all day he was just like, what do we do? We went and uh, played some mini golf, uh, you know, just anything to not think about that. Um, just just for both of our sakes, too, because he knew that I wasn't voting for that guy. Mm-hmm. So, um, so you know, we didn't want to talk about it. And so you guys didn't even trip. watch? Did you watch election results Well, I turned... Okay, he went down to, like, the pool or something to take a dip. And I was like... Because, you know, it's still Tuesday, podcast day. All of our podcasts, 
a lot of the podcasts I listen to, and then you know ours drops, and so I gotta, you know, I gotta stay up with my shit. So I stayed in, and um, and so I just turned the TV on for some ambiance. I looked up, and like Trump was fucking like ahead. <laughs> I mean, it looked like inevitably ahead. And I just remember going, no fucking way. <laughs> and so he comes back in after, you know, I'm like, hey, did, did you have a did you have a good little dip there? Yeah, 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 yeah. It's like, oh, cool, cool. Check out the TV. And he looks at you, no way. And I was like, yeah. And all of a sudden, like, he got giddy. He started getting giddy. And I was like, you know. It almost took a little of the sting out of it for me just to see my old man get giddy over this. But at the same time, I didn't know whether to slap myself in the, you know, just forehead slap or to be happy for my old man. Um, but it was weird. It it took a little of the sting off because he got a little giddy, but then he didn't he didn't gloat. You know, like I remember when Obama won eight years ago. I was out there gloating, <laughs> you know, I was definitely one of those, I was definitely a Randy Marsh <laughs> um, on election night. And, uh, so, you know, he didn't, he didn't, he didn't get carried away, but he, yeah. Your premonitions were your co-host telling you for months and months that this was going to happen. Maybe you embedded that in myself, you know, my subconscious. So when I slept, it came out or something. Celebrity is a very powerful platform. Mm-hmm. The guy is a celebrity. Oh, Yes. Yeah, these days it's, uh, I mean, it's really, uh, it's kind of sad to see that that's what it's all about, you know? Yeah. Celebrity power. But at the same time, you had other celebrities trying to, you know, encourage people, like pretty much every other celebrity was trying to encourage you to not go for this guy. I would put it to you that even conservative or liberals, all of us, regardless of who won. Yeah. We're going to wake up, in, in none of us were going to be giddy. Right. You know, the next like, day, we were just going to be kind of like... Sure. Uh, now, we live in a blue state. Right. We're in a Hillary state. I voted for Hillary. Uh, her not winning and Trump winning wasn't, wasn't fun. Right. It, and it, it wasn't fun not because uh, of anything more than it was just... If if Hillary got elected, or was I going to watch six months or a year of them trying to indict her and her having a presidency as the first female president that was re- basically railroaded because the push to discredit her would be so so vehement? Right. I feared that. And then on the other side, I watched Obama come into the administration with big ideas and big plans. Right. Right. And. I've told I've said this to every single person. If Trump is able to accomplish term limits for senators and congressmen, in my opinion, he'd be the greatest president that ever lived. <laughs> if he just accomplished that. Right. And I'm not a Trump guy. No, neither am I. Yeah. So I mean that would be insane, but of right. course um as soon as he uh got elected, what was it the very next morning, the united the united uh congress and house, you know, the United Republican legislative branch there 
they were all just instantly, no, 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 that's not going to happen. Yes, <laughs> you're right, dude. I was going to say that. He said, I'm going to, and we're not, the, the, the Senate Majority Leader said that'll never, that won't even be on the agenda. Yep, not happening. He's like, we have term limits. They're called elections. Well, yep. the president has term limits. What the fuck are you talking about? Exactly. I, I'm for the I'm for the public discourse of how they're feeling about Hillary losing. I'm right. f- I'm I'm for the peaceful demonstration. Right. Okay. Well, especially the popular vote. She got the popular vote. That's always kind of I mean, hey, we knew the rules. We knew there was an electoral college. We knew the rules. Maybe is it time to think about start changing them up and make it a popular vote? I don't know. I'm not shitting on how Trump got elected. I'm but, not, but I agree with you. There's that, you know, you, you always want to find out some sort of loophole to get your person in when you've right when you've <laughs> lost. <laughs> yeah, yeah, when you fucking yeah. She did. She I made mean, they so bumped. many mistakes. Yeah, they, they, the Democrats just in general, I think, screwed the pooch on that election. Um, you know, I mean, we weren't united, but then then again, I mean, the Republicans have the majority now, and even I mean, even they couldn't even agree on a fucking pizza. It was better, though, because Trump basically had nobody worthwhile running against him. They either weren't ready, they were too young, right? or we'd already seen your brother and your dad do it, so we're good. Right, right. <laughs> so Trump, why not give him a shot? Bernie and Hillary's primary was so heated that yeah. a lot of liberals never came back. It was very fold. toxic. It was yeah. very toxic, especially just the way it all went down. It was It was ugly. It was very ugly. See, but the the getting back to the 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 protests. Yeah. What I want is I because Trump's now backing down from the wall. He's backing down from the the cleaning up Washington. Right. The Obamacare plan that he's going to gut isn't going to be gutted anymore. It's not going to be gutted no, now. No, he's going to keep pillars of it. Okay. Okay. So now this change that conservatives voted in, just like with Obama. Right. Right. Gone. They're going to be sitting there in four years. Where's my fucking wall? Right. <laughs> so I want them to join. I want them to join the protests that are going on with, with Hillary yeah. and protest together, conservatives and liberals, over the inability of us as citizens to achieve change. Right. I think a lot of conservatives voted for Obama eight years ago. Because right. they want to change. Right. I think a lot of liberals voted for Donald Trump because they want change. Right. Now we're not going to get it again. Right. And I mean, I think just too, it's all cyclical. I mean, this is just the time where the pendulum swings the other way. You know, it's, yeah, it's going to be four years, might be eight, but I mean, it's not going to, it's going to go back the other way too, mm-hmm. you know? I mean, that's just maybe that's why we can't get anything done because the pendulum's constantly shifting. I don't know. Um, you know, there there are people that have talk shows dedicated strictly to politics and this um, sort of stuff. Uh, so, but I find that they get off of us being able to communicate about just sort of a sense of a we, right? You know, if you listen to Rush Limbaugh, is it Limbaugh or Limbaugh? Limbaugh, 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 Rush Limbaugh. Thank you. He's a really toxic, um, divisive kind of individual. I mean, he makes his money making sure that we're divided. Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah. And you have you have just this. You have the same creatures and animals on the other side of the court for liberals, right? And when you listen to the podcasts, whether you're listening to a liberal or conservative, you know your Bill Mars, 
your I mean there's there's no shortage of political commentary. Right. It's, you know, red or blue. Right. The conversation you and I are trying to have really is about, you know, I think there's a lot of the same things that we're all agreeing on. And wouldn't it be cool if we got on the same side for a second? Right. And we're like, hey, I'm liberal. I agree with term limits. Yeah. Let's get together and show them that you just saying it's not going to happen, that's not good enough. Right. You're, you, we, we as a country created another Republican majority in the House and the Senate, and now you have a Republican president. In fact, in your lifetime and my lifetime, the Republicans have never been this powerful. Yeah. Yeah, this probably is. I mean... Now, I... I I was listening to Rush, actually, one day while I was working, because I was working with a guy who loves him, and that's what he said. He made this comment. We've never been this powerful. Uh, that's a lot of hyperbole, though. He says in terms of seats and the House and the Senate and the whole deal, it's never been this strong. I mean, okay. Yeah, numbers, sure. Right. But now you got guys protecting their own jobs and shit. It's, yeah. And I, I think when you know, I woke up the next morning at the election, and I wanted to believe that I had dreamt it because I was a little embarrassed. Just, I don't know, it was embarrassing, right? Like <laughs> we took a reality talk show host and made him president. Yeah, like I said, I mean, may as well have had Puck from the Real World. You know, Snooky, maybe Snooky will be the first female. Yeah, you know, I mean. You know what was disappointing for me about Hillary not winning was she was going to be big on women's health. Right. And uh, my wife and I struggle with that type of stuff a lot. Right. And so when you actually see all of the things they don't want to cover when it comes to women or or they'll just automatically deny certain things. And, you know, women sort of have a biological clock. And so, you know, if they don't get their medicine at a certain time in a month, it can trigger a lot of nasty shit. And if they just deny expensive medications, I don't know if you know anything about prescriptions, but should you, <laughs> should you know anything about prescriptions, those insurance companies can be awful difficult. Yes, they can. And she was going to simplify that process. And since she and her daughter both suffer from a lot of different things that, you know, can tackle uh, or, or hurt women um, in terms of health, I was optimistic that we would finally get sort of uh, someone who gave a shit about women in office. So that was a loss to me. On the flip side, uh, having someone who promised to clean up Washington because he was sick of what a corrupt shithole it was, was exciting for Trump. But like you said, it's 48 hours and he... Not even, not even. The very next morning, they're just like, no, fuck you. Yep, fuck you, fuck him, nothing. Nothing. But we're going to work together. That's, you know, they would just keep saying, we're going to work together and we're going to make this this thing great. Um, but yeah, that thing, no, no, we're not doing that. I don't, no, we're not doing that. You know, they would just fire down the list of things they weren't going to do and say, all right, cool. Good luck making it great again. I saw him on 60 Minutes last night and he his, his uh, behavior was tempered. I think when you have to hire 4,000 people as part of your administration, that's a huge job. Yeah. I think when you sit down with somebody like Barack Obama who ran on the same thing and you have a closed door conversation, I, he's kind of like, so <laughs> <laughs> this is going to be kind of shitty for you. Let me tell you about never driving. You're not going to be able to drive a car. Let <laughs> me tell you about not being able to pick out a lot of the things that you eat. In fact, uh, Barack 
has a doctor that keeps him on a diet that keeps his health stable. Right. So he can't just go out and be like, oh, I want candy bars. Yeah. There's someone there to be like, no. Fuck it, I'm having a cheeseburger now, today. He'll, he'll have a chef salad. Not, not going to happen. The wow. only thing he does is smokes. He gets away with the smoking thing. But his diet, his Oh, exercise, he actually still does smoke? Yep. Yep, he smokes. But everything else is all... He has to see a physician once a month. And I mean, there's, there's some tight shit. Yeah. Trump's going to have to go through all of that. And so, you know, he sat there for 90 minutes, pretty much getting the lay of the land. Like, oh, man. <laughs> he said he's not going to take a uh, salary. Okay. He's not going to take a vacation. And he's going to dedicate himself fully to trying to get a handle on everything that's going on, which I applaud. Yeah, if you can do it. Hey, if you can do it. But he's already hitting the corrupt bullshit. Yep. He's already being just effed. Not even day morning one. Morning one of being, you know, the you know, president elect. And he's already he's already hitting a wall of his own. He is. And so here's the good news if you're liberal and you're super afraid of what's going on with Donald Trump. Nothing's really gonna happen. No. He could he could potentially make some stupid comments and get us dragged into some ridiculous comments, and if you have family in the military or whatnot, that is scary. But in terms of waking up on a Tuesday and Wednesday, like the entire country is different. We have a new flag, and all of a sudden your house has been given to you know the people of Canada. That's not going to happen. Right. It's just not going to happen. Yeah. Um, the one thing too that had me a little, you know, for my um, for my gay friends out there, um, you know, uh, a lot of them were able to get married. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, naturally they're afraid. Is that going to get repealed? And so they've said that it's not. Last night he's like, nope, it's already been decided by a court, which kind of then brings in, has Roe v. Wade already been decided by a court? Now we pass that. Yeah. Because Trump's a liberal. See, he is a conservative and got a lot of liberal ties. It wasn't Hillary at his fucking wedding. Was she? There's a picture of Hillary, I believe, at Trump's wedding. Okay. Okay. I, I don't. I mean, I know- yeah, I know you don't follow it closely, but in this yeah. whole election cycle, I think I've got a picture somewhere on my computer of her at his wedding. Okay. Yeah, he, uh, Yeah, I don't follow him too closely. I think a lot of it was just the fact that he is a reality TV star. So I was like, ah, okay. can give you about as much of my time. Like, you know, mention Snooki. <laughs> you know? Snooki and Trump, before the election, got about the same amount of, like, my attention span. As, yeah. So, but I, now everything you read, like I, this morning, I brought up CNN, and on the left side, they've got you know all the articles you can pick from. Right. And ev- the first five start with Trump, 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 Trump. <laughs> like it's that it's on people's mind. Our so our, we track, you know, I track marketing and plays and stuff with our show, and so you can kind of see if something crazy happens in the world because podcasts across the t- entire landscape drop yeah yeah i've even been monitoring other people's podcasts and just we dropped it yeah we dropped huge other <laughs> ones dropped pretty huge too it was like it was it was it took me back to when we first started yeah where like you just you and i were listening right <laughs> <laughs> i know and to say like we had a really good guest on the show last week he was a man give him some if you didn't listen to last week's show we had uh the lead bass player. No, and we had Mark Mazard, the lead guitarist for Baby Is Island. he bass and guitar? Or just uh, he played bass on the one track, remember he said. But he's the guitarist. Right. Yeah. Okay. Lead guitarist. Yes. Pardon me. <laughs> but he was great. Talked about everything that with music and traveling and what it's like to 
put shows together and produce music and the whole scene. It was... Yeah. I mean, if you've ever cool. wondered what it's like to be in a band, that's an episode to check out. Unfortunately for Mark, <laughs> we aired it during... Um, you know, the podcast Bermuda Triangle week, I guess yeah. you would say. Only a few hundred people probably heard so far. So, But yeah. they, you know what? Our shows usually do, like if we have a little lump, you'll go a few months ahead and people go back and catch up and whatnot. Yeah. So look forward to that because it was actually pretty good. We don't usually have guests on the show. Yeah. He's only, what, our second, third guest? Yeah. Well, we had your dad. Yeah. Then we had Stripper. Um, yeah, we had Stripper. And then Did she ever let us use her name, Stripper Girl? Uh, what what did we call her? Shit, I don't want to say a, now because she, I thought she used a stage name. She used a stage name, didn't she? Yeah, what was it like? It was like uh, I don't know. I was really nervous when we was did it like, that episode. It wasn't like Sophia or Sapphire. Why do I want to do that? Like that because you've slid sapphire. dollars to a sapphire. <laughs> <laughs> sapphire. <laughs> she was cool though. That's actually my drag show name. Right. <laughs> I would see you more as Ruby. I'm a Ruby? More of a Ruby. Mm. Not an emerald? Not a sapphire for sure. Definitely not a sapphire. No. <laughs> I was ne- were you nervous when we did that one? Which one? The uh, the stripper show? Yeah. Initially, but then when I saw how nervous she was, yeah. then I was, I was fine. She was great. She promised she, she's almost close to retiring. Chloe! Chloe. Nice work. You said close, and then it close, yep. Chloe. I don't know how that. Chloe was her name. That's right. She said when she was actually done, she'd come back and give us like she'd give us the, the backstage pass. She'd give us the real fucking right. dirt. Yeah, right. She was uh, feeling out what it was like to do a podcast and what all was involved, and I thought she did a great job. I did too. I actually, I thought she had a great voice. Um, we're working on some content that we want to get to you folks. It's going to take a lot of work, but hopefully, in the uh, Coming weeks, I'd, I'd like to do something different for you, especially like maybe for like a holiday show while we're away or something while you're away, you know, you getting tired of hanging out with the relatives. I'd like to give you like some good stuff and part of the stuff that I'm working on, uh, I should say we are working on uh, for the show. I think she would be great for uh, with her voice. Mm-hmm. Um, voice acting. I wonder if she's considered that. Exactly. So we, you know. we've done a lot of different stuff. The Halloween show is pretty nuts. Yeah, but this is—we're even going to take it a step further. Like I said, it's not coming to you next week or anything like that because it does take time. And believe it or not, Travis we actually is are busy, writing guys. scripts. I'm Travis writing. Has been taking his hand at writing some scripts. Yes, and it features uh, one of one of the more popular characters from the show. Yep, if not the most popular character from the show. Well, we don't have tons of characters. We don't really. So, I mean, but I'm, I mean, anytime people get back to me. So when you're talking about this guy again, when you're talking about this guy again, it's like, well, you know, let it simmer. You know, you still have something to chew on from like two weeks ago. Well, Obi lives the anarchist lifestyle, really. I mean, he bows to nothing. He lives absolutely free. And for many people, that is just uh, insatiable stories. Yes. Yeah. And, I mean, the guy constantly gives us new material. Yeah, he just doesn't give a fuck at all. No. <laughs> <laughs> so those, those scripts aren't really manufactured. He's not pulling things out of thin air. He's actually taking true blue things that happen, and he's trying to give them structure and retell them. And they, uh, it's sort of, I don't know, like an like old 1950s sort of radio show format. So... I th- I'm excited about it. It should be fun. 
going to add in like old commercials and everything for you. Like bullshit commercials. That's going to be as ambitious. It is ambitious, but I think we can do it. Why don't we, what we could do is, uh, we'll talk more about it, but we could create a sort of a bonus and structure the entire thing start to finish in a shorter, in like a... Uh, oh, right now, I mean, I'm... I mean, you know what it takes just to write a 10-minute episode? I do. It's a minute a page, my friend. <laughs> yeah. A minute a page. Yeah. It's, uh, it's not easy. No. <laughs> so that's why I'm thinking we'll, we'll probably put it into an episode to begin with. Not until, the holidays. There's no way you'll be done by the holidays. Until I get... Maybe after, though. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Be honest with yourself. I mean, I don't know. Now that I'm back from vacation. you got five I've, weeks. I've got nothing to do but work now. And I mean, with my schedule, that pretty much... Holidays. Holiday parties are going to come up. There's Thanksgiving. Yeah, I mean, there's like a I lot said, that's, what, that's why I want to maybe get this done before then so we can go do those things. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. But it is something something we're working on. And hopefully, uh, hopefully we'll actually do it. And hopefully if we do do it, you'll actually enjoy it. How about back to the election a little bit? Did, uh, Arizona vote weed in? I think they were one of the States, weren't they? Were they medicinal? I heard that California, I, I read California, Maine, and Nevada have gone recreational. So that makes what, uh, Oregon and Washington are recreational, right? Colorado. Colorado. And Washington, and isn't Alaska also recreational? Is Alaska? I don't really know what they're doing up there. I thought they were. I could be wrong, but that's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven states that are recreational. I mean, even before all the other states went recreational, Alaska was always pretty liberal when it came to weed. I really feel like Alaska's a Republican conservative state, aren't they? Um, actually up until I lived there, they were, um, typically Democrat. They had, what was his name? Tony Knowles was typically their, uh, I never lived there and I didn't follow. I'll bet. I mean, I'm impressed you came up with the name, frankly, but well, I remember cause he got knocked out the, uh, the year I moved up there. That was when Palin entered the scene with a fucking, with a bang. Yeah, you had a front row seat to that. I did, I did, especially with my ex-fiance being the political correspondent uh, for one of the stations up there. So, yeah, I got to I got to run camera and film Palin and everything as she was running for her office. That was that was uh, it was interesting times. I didn't realize because I just moved up there, so I didn't really know who any of these people were. So I was like, yeah, okay, okay, but that woman, okay, she's running for some. Okay, yeah, I'll point a camera at her. While you uh, interview or whatever, so uh, I didn't really think too much on that. And then, uh, as I was leaving Alaska and coming back down to the lower forty-eight, uh, that's really when the perception of it kind of hit me more—the wider perception of it. Uh, she, uh, you know, when you were living in Alaska, it was just everybody. Oh, Palin's great. Here's our change, 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 change. You know, every, everyone speaks of the change. Didn't she watch Russia from her front? Like, we just look at Russia. We keep an eye on Russia. from. We can see him from my front porch. Isn't that something that she said? Yeah, you can't see Russia from Wasilla. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> She's a gas. Yeah, she was She was a character. So it was interesting uh, just being there, yeah, and hearing her. And then, like I said, when I came down to the lower 48, um, back down, as they call it, the lower 48, uh, for the rest of us, we tend to just call it 
America. Um, America. America. (laughs) (laughs) And so, uh, yeah, when I got back, it was like, holy shit, you guys are even talking about this chick? No way. Like, fuck. Oh, my God. I, I was way off. Are you ready for this? Yeah, yeah. So, Massachusetts, Boston, legal weed. Nice. District of Columbia. Aren't we talking about going to Boston this Aren't, summer? We, we wanted to. We want to just hang out, see a game. Yeah, Fenway before they think about redoing Fenway. Oh. I don't know if that's like a real thing that's happening or not. I feel like it is. But, yeah, like I got to go to a game at Fenway before something like that could happen. And we tried to go to a game this summer, and remember it got rained yeah, out. Yeah, it got rained out. Turned into a shit show. Yeah, and then... uh and we also talked about what going to Seattle is Washington one of them? Yeah, well, I found out you had a friend in Seattle. I'm like, man, we got somebody to crash with. We got to go. Right, right. That's true. And you were kind of like, eh. well, I know people in Boston too. So, okay, so uh, Oregon uh, decriminalized marijuana and it's medical. Uh, Montana's medical. Um, so it's Oregon, Nevada. Oregon, Nevada, California, Colorado, Maine, Massachusetts, and Alaska in the District of Columbia are all legal. D.C., huh? Yeah. <laughs> all right. Minnesota is decriminalized state that also has, you know. Decriminalized. So what does that mean? So say you're driving around and you've got like a dime bag on you. Yeah. Are you busted? I don't know. What does that mean? Yeah. I think that you can... Uh, well, I know you can't just go and buy weed. Right. That's a no-no. But if it's decriminalized, doesn't that mean that you can... It's no longer a felony? It's just a gross misdemeanor or what? What are you telling Wait, me? Wait, was it a felony? Yeah, it used to be. Over a certain amount was an automatic felony. Okay. But it's looking more and more like the country's like, let's do this. Yeah. Because they've run out of the tax on cigarettes. Yeah, it's kind of, it's, yeah, that money's starting to wane. I had imagine, you know, not, not as many people smoking anymore. Now, weed parties are boring. Well, yeah, everyone just sits around and stares at shit. Or gets into a lot of hyperbole about whatever they're passionate about. Whatever they're is, into, yeah. yeah. Or then you've got the person that just tries to be like the fucking, like, Spirit master or whatever. <laughs> I thought that was like acid and shrooms. Yeah, yeah. Occasionally you'll get that guy too, like on weed, that'll just come around like, we're going to enter the next plane of existence, man. And, you know, we're going to just, we're going we're gonna to figure it all out tonight. No, you're not, dude. You're going to get hungry. This doesn't sound like you're a fun party, dude. No. I don't want to. You might throw on a Pink Floyd record. It's more like sex. Good to be high when you have sex. Really? Yeah, uh, that's fun. Uh, um, you know, you're not feeling real well, a little queasy, a little hungover. That's cool. But you, you, maybe a weird movie. Movies can be fun. Yeah, movies. Yeah, yeah. I mean, when I was... Public shit can be fun if you're not super paranoid. Yeah, yeah. When I, I, yeah, I mean, I remember just when I was a young man, you know, I'd recreationally um, do some things. You're a young man still. A younger man that didn't have a day job. Mm. That could do it's stuff over, like that. Overrated. So, um, yeah, there were certain movies that I would watch, you know, 
just put on at the end of the night, help you fall asleep, dazed and confused. Always had to watch that one. That was a fun one. Kind of more rebellious, um, right? Like I'm gonna, I'm gonna do drugs. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna smoke weed. <laughs> I'm my own person. Yeah. Really, really, you're about forty five minutes from a real long nap, right? <laughs> <laughs> and then feeling a little murky when you wake up. Do you think it's a gateway drug? Do you think, oh, you've had weed now? You're you're, gonna, you're obviously going to do crack. So yeah, you're going to smoke crack. You just mm-hmm. meth is on its way. The needle is certainly going in the arm. No. It's kind of bullshit. No. I mean, there's so many people that just smoke weed and do nothing else that I know. Like, they don't even drink. Right. They don't smoke cigarettes. They just like to... Some of them don't even smoke the weed. They'll just eat it that I've seen. Yep. Body high or... Yeah, whatever you... Whatever. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, no, I don't think it's a gateway drug. I think that's been proven. I think even when, when, what, I was in high school and doing debate club that was one of the big debates you know was pro you know i mean i had to take both sides of the argument but that was one of the ones that i always used when i was on the uh pro side of the argument you know pro weed was uh it's not a gateway drug it's not addictive it's not not at least physically addictive you think i think i think it can be psychologically addictive because i do know people that but i mean coffee's the same way you know, if I don't have my first cup of coffee in the morning, don't even fucking talk to me. Yeah, well, you know. I know some people that way with... Um, yeah, they get headache. I, I can tell you that I didn't drink coffee most of my adult life and in the last eight years started drinking coffee. And if I don't drink coffee, I tend to get a caffeine headache. Yeah, yeah. So there's people that I know that are kind of like that with weed. Like, don't talk to me till I've had my first bowl, man. <laughs> That's kind of weird. It is. It is. Because you can't carry on. I mean, if, you're, if you're functionally high, then are you really high? Yeah, I don't Aren't know. Aren't you just, you just are. Right, right. But this is me. This is just me. I just want to take one mm-hmm. step back from reality and take things in a lot slower and give a lot less of a shit most of the time. <laughs> right. <laughs> it actually doesn't sound like a bad plan. Doesn't sound terrible, <laughs> no. <laughs> Those guys woke up the next day like, eh, fuck it. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> you think Trump will end it? You think he'll uh, hammer down and keep the, uh, the federal laws that prohibit... If the- he's such the businessman that, you know, everyone says that he is, probably not, if... I mean, uh, there's clearly a dollar to be made. I think a lot of people were just sitting back on Colorado waiting to see what happened to Colorado. Yeah, they just got rich. Yeah. Like, is it going to be like the next Amsterdam where you're just going to have filth and da-da-da-da-da? Or is this something that's legitimately profitable and can help? So, and I think um, I think now that we've had a lot... We've had, a, what, a couple years now of a sample size on Colorado... Uh, it's been a, yeah, it's been a couple of years, I think. Yeah, you know, we've had enough of a sample size where I think we can see. Okay, it's starting to work. Now, of course, you know, you're going to have your you know feet draggers that are going to say, okay, well, let's see how it works over a five to ten year period before our state will do it. Aren't they one year from making community college free, Colorado? Yeah, because they just, just have that much money. Yeah, <laughs> that's a big deal. Yeah, I mean, that's a huge step up right, right. away because you get your two bullshit years out of the way for free. Yeah. All of a sudden, shit gets affordable. Right. Uh, so Nevada is legalized weed, mm-hmm. right? And I, I mentioned that earlier. The red man, the Native American, the American Indian, 
is going to be fucked yet again. Oh, what happened to him now? Uh, the Paiutes. Yeah. We're on Vice, and I think I might have talked about this in one of our non-Betacasts. I can't remember. But on one of the shows, I was talking about the fact that they had decided, because they have a little uh, smoke shop Mm -hmm. on the strip, that they were going to start growing and distributing weed. And they got assistance from this huge company out of Colorado, big surprise, (laughs) who's going to go into with them 50-50, and it was going to restore the tribe. They were going to be able to take a bunch of people out of poverty, and they invested a ton of money, uh, you know, something like 500,000 square feet of warehouse growth space, all controlled, all built. Man, that sounds great. What possibly could have gone wrong? Well, if they legalize it, isn't that going to just kick them in the ass? The exclusivity of it, it's now just history. There is no exclusivity. There aren't, yeah, that they're just going to be one stop and, I don't know, probably probably be like, a thousand. I mean, how many bars are on the strip alone? Yes. Yeah. yeah, exactly. <laughs> I don't, I don't I know. mean, a I don't lot. think, I don't think it's going to be quite that level, but it's definitely, it's going to be a lot. They're going to have a lot of competition. Cause that same thing happened with the casinos, right? They got, they always, you know, put gaming in and it was slots and it was this and it was that. And then all of these other States were like, you know what? We're going to have slots. Right. We're going to have state-run gambling, and whatever advantage you had in the middle of nowhere to raise money for your tribe, that's gone. (laughs) Yeah. That's pretty brutal when you put that kind of money in, and they were worried, and it was all this stuff, and then, no, big surprise. Go ahead. Have a ball. Yeah. That's brutal. I mean, maybe people have a heart and go to them first over the other thousands of businesses that'll start up. Hmm. But Maybe um, they'll undercut them because they don't have all the same taxes and shit. Maybe they'll still be appealing right. because they don't have all of the state taxes if you buy from the tribe. Same with the smoke shop. Right, right. So, like, say it costs, like, $5 for a joint at most places, at most joints. Right. Uh, you can get a joint there for, like, two, three bucks. How did Maine jump out ahead and legalize Maine is, that's nuts. That was actually, I was thinking about that one when you said that. It's, it's those fucking extreme north cold states, man. I don't know. How excited are those Canucks, like, right across the border? Right? <laughs> they, they must be pumped. I think Oregon's completely unregulated. There's no tax. There's no anything. It's just like, have a ball. You don't need a license to sell it. Nothing. Wow. It's just a cowboy. I don't know about that, though, because, I mean, doesn't that, won't that still promote sort of um, black market drug wars? I don't, I, I mean, it's Oregon. They're all pretty hip, hippified already, aren't they? That's, yeah. Yeah, I guess. I haven't been out there, so... Have a coffee and some skis and chill out. (laughs) (laughs) Some skis? Portland seems pretty chilled. Yeah, yeah. I mean, from what I've seen. Yeah, everything... I have not been to Portland. The the two states I've wanted to go to the most were Oregon and Washington, and I just somehow, through all of my travels, have avoided both. Same here, same here. I've never made it to the Northwest. Flying in and out of Alaska, I had stops in Seattle. But, you know, oh, what do you do? Look out the... Look out the window. Okay, that's Seattle. As as Bizarre was talking about Puget Sound and his his island and his whole yeah you know hippie eclectic existence, really kind of rubbing it in our face. Yeah, a little bit. Stories so. and shot in the ceiling, and it was just like I felt so ordinary listening to him. I know, I know. And then we're telling ghost stories, like our ghost stories are uh, the blockbuster video being haunted, right? Plaza life. 
strip mall life. He's, he's got some dude to strap dynamite and just jumped in a fire. property. <laughs> well, like, you know, I mean, even I live like in a crazy kind of little setup. Even that was just, eh, you know, dude had this house for, you know, a couple years and then uh, decided not to live, for, live in it anymore. Now he's renting it out to us at a decent rate. Yeah, that's boring. Yeah, that's Minnesota. He's, his, his stories were way better. But yep. he's our connection to get to Washington. Yeah. I mean, he's not in Seattle. Didn't he say he's, he's out of Seattle? Well, he, he, well of course but. he is because he's like, well, it's, you know, it's real peaceful, man. And, you know, <laughs> everything's real chill. Real out there, man. It's really creative. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and you're like, yeah, neighborhood streets and suburb, suburbs and nine to five and petitions to get uh what are they, like street lights put in <laughs> yeah he, he lives a totally different yeah now nah, we should we should go out there and well he, he didn't really open his house up to us though he didn't say hey guys you know you're invited to come up no not even off air we yeah. were kind of hinting we're like well what's it like in may <laughs> we would yeah i mean is, is it still rainy there in may because uh we're looking to get out of the cold still possibly in may yeah, and, and it doesn't look like Washington. I said Washington earlier was recreational, but it's not. It's not. Oregon is, so we'll have to take a trip south. Although Vancouver could be cool, too. I've never been to Vancouver. You've been to Vancouver? I have not been to Vancouver. I'd have to get my passport in order. I've heard it's expensive as hell. Really? Yep. Oh. No. Man down. Yeah, yeah. Man I've, down. I've been fighting it off for five minutes, though. That was pretty good. Well, you did go to the desert. Tell me about the desert. How was the desert? The desert was fucking great. Like, I love the desert this time of year. This time of year, it's great. Get me out there in the middle of fucking July. Get bent. Right. You know? Way too hot. No. Yeah. I mean, dude, I'd fucking snowbird. I'd be a snowbird. I wouldn't give a shit. People up here. We're talking about this. Yeah, people up here, they're like, oh, fucking snowbirds. Oh, oh, you're leaving? You're leaving in February? Yeah. You're like, no, I'm leaving in October. Yeah, that's fuck, what you told me that's the other what I, day. Yeah. I want to leave in October. Yep. Yep. Seriously. Go catch two-thirds of the issue season. Uh, you know, October can be a little rough. You're still in the 90s, but it's a dry heat, man. And so it's not so bad. It was, uh, it was great. Didn't, didn't have to put my jacket on once. Wear my swim trunks like pretty much the entire trip. Pool. Did your dad have a pool? Uh, where we stayed, yeah, there was a pool, hot tub, like, yeah, oh, tell me about it. It's been such a slap in the face coming back. Instantly now, everyone else out here is like, dude, you know, weather's been nice since you've been gone. I'm like, fuck you, it's been nice. I'm strapping in, like, just strapping into, like, my fucking jacket. Um, yeah, I mean, it was nice. I got into the habit every night, about 8, 9 o'clock, go take a 30-minute soak in the hot tub. Relax, you know, check out the desert stars. I thought they banned all water in Arizona and California. I mean, this feels like water is not available to you. <laughs> no, we were no fine. pools, no watering your lawn, structured um, monitored showers. There so would be minutes. there would be a revolt if they banned pools in Arizona. I would think, but yeah, um, isn't there a water problem? Well, yeah, like typically in the summertime, they'll only allow you to water your garden your lawn x amount of times you know throughout the week and they do um am i watching other programming i'm watching the colorado river dry and shit and 
Yeah, it happens. It happens. It happens. It happens. The Colorado River Dry happens. It happens. It happens. And there are yeah, repercussions no, out I there mean, for you guys? I mean, you're talking like I fucking live out there, dude. Well, you just came from where your dad lives, and you'd think your dad, dad would knock on the door and be my, like, five minutes, and only a five-minute shower. Dude, you met my dad. You know he lives in fucking D.C. We went out there and visited. Hmm. Fucking asshole. I don't remember that. I thought he lived in Arizona. How did your dad end up in Arizona with you? We go out there every year to catch an ASU game, man. That whole thing was a structure. It was like a structured buddy trip with you. And I thought he lived in Arizona. No, I thought he left DC when he retired. He hasn't retired yet. I thought he retired. No, he's like three years away from that. He did retire from the military, though. Yes. Okay. Yes. He hasn't like retired, retired, but he retired from the military. Yes. So I have that much right. Yes, and in three years he'll retire, retire. But he's still in DC. Yeah. Getting high, apparently. Yeah, I guess that's his style. Well, it's legal. <laughs> it's legal. It's there for him if he wants it. Right. You can't sell it, but it's not illegal to smoke it. Yeah, it's there for him if he wants it. And so you so, guys met at a hotel in Arizona yeah, to we go st- see a game where you yeah, got Yeah, he's got like a timeshare. He's got like a... Shut up. He's got a timeshare at a fucking resort out there. Yeah. So it's nice. It's basically... Th- it's like an apartment. It's like you have your own apartment while you stay there. So it was pretty cool. So you guys could have just been ignoring like all of the ways you're supposed to live, like the long showers and washing clothes and leaving the sink on when you brush your teeth. And the whole like community could have been walking around <laughs> like those fucking assholes using all the water. Well, I mean, it's all snowbirds and stuff up there this time of year anyway. So they, they're probably not giving a shit. But no, I mean, they um, no, I couldn't have uh, even staying at a resort like the uh, hot water ran out pretty quick. So. How come I, you're not tan? I just, dude, I burn. I don't tan. You don't even look red. Were you in the sun? Yeah, I got some sun. Mm. Yeah. You don't look tan. Well, like, for those of you not here, it's, I don't even see tan lines. No collar line, no sunglass line. No, nothing. Yeah, my cousin who actually drove me to the airport um, on Friday. Actually, she she always loves to bring that up because she grew up in Pensatucky, where the family's from. You know, she grew up there, and she eventually moved to Phoenix. And I grew up in Phoenix, and uh, whenever I would go see her, it'd just be the same thing every time. How the fuck do you live in the desert? You're still white as a fucking ghost. I agree with her. I don't know. How do I? I guess you know. I protect my skin. I don't want to get sun cancer. Mm-hmm. That's all I got. I maybe don't you don't. Maybe you are just out at night. That's mostly what it is. I typically don't like going out in that desert heat when it's just beaming down on your head. Right. It's not a pleasant feeling. Because you'd at least be burned if you went into the sun. Yeah, yeah. I would be burned. So I made a, like I said, I wouldn't even go out to the hot tub until after the sun went down. It's your old man's tan. He looks like he lives in the sun. Yeah, that's just his thing. I don't know. He he does that. You got some oh, no, sort of non melanin gene or something. It's really weird. <laughs> My wife, same way. Casper, yeah. just white as a sheet. Yep. Yep. Yeah, I'm white. I'm white. Yeah. My cousin likes to give me shit about it. She also likes to take me to um to uh NASCAR villages. That does not yeah. sound fun at all. Yeah. Uh so Friday, my dad left early. So he took the rental car with him to the airport. My cousin came and picked me up, and then I checked out. 
And so I went and saw like her new house that she's building and hung out. And she's like, oh, by the way, we got to go to the raceway, Phoenix International Raceway, drop off some shit. I'm like, why? Oh, well, we've got our trailer there. Okay. Apparently, when there's like a race at Phoenix International Raceway, all of the fucking NASCAR people come with their trailers and make like this fucking NASCAR village that essentially ends up growing in population to what would be the third largest city in the state of Arizona when it's at its apex. So NASCAR's still a thing. We're still, that's still going on? Yeah, we're still using gasoline on that. But that there's still like Valvoline car running around the track. That's still a thing. Yeah. I thought that went away. No, you know? no, it's still here. I thought when Garth Brooks got off the road, we pretty much said goodbye to NASCAR. Oh, no, no, you know? no, no. It's it's still big. It's still big. And, and this time uh, of year too, huh? Well, out there, yeah. Hmm. Out there, you can totally do it. It was fucking... Now, the way you tell it, this community, this trailer community is an enormous, like, shit-kicking party. Yeah, yeah. And actually, I wanted to, uh, so, you know, so we get out there, and we're driving in, and, I mean, she's just got her fucking truck, like, the bed of her truck's filled to the gills. She's she's got, got like, a, yeah, she's got a truck. She's got a truck. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) And so... uh, She's got it filled to the gills. She has like a very much you, yours, mine, theirs kind of family. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, just a ton of kids. And so there's just it's loaded with bikes and propane and, and picnic table. Just you fucking can think of it. The kids go too. Yeah, the kids go too. Okay. The kids love it. And so, yeah, they take their bikes. And like they go bike around this NASCAR village. Probably, you know, like the one, you know, he was like a teenage boy. Probably biked around looking for other... Teenage NASCAR girls or something. I don't know. Right. And so she even brings her dogs. And her dogs, one's a Cocker Spaniel, the other's a Chihuahua. And I'm riding shotgun, and uh, the Chihuahua takes a liking to me. Chihuahuas love me for some reason. Dogs love you. Yeah. Yeah, the the beast. Yeah, the Dana loves you. Yeah. Yeah, she got so excited. She uh, Didn't she piddle? We'll talk about that another time. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So, so, so the Chihuahua is just my buddy. And Chihuahuas crack me up. I'm not one of those Chihuahua haters. I, I think they're fucking hilarious. I'm an old Ren and Stimpy fan. I think that's where it deep down comes from. And so he's riding shotgun with me, and we come pulling in, and no shit, this fucking guy just looks at me, and he's just like, holy shit, look at that motherfucker. He got a Chihuahua. Mm-hmm. Instantly, I'm like, oh, fuck, I'm dead. Well, you knew you were in the right place. You're like, we're definitely at the NASCAR rally. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Does, yeah. The tr- does the pickup truck have a lift on I'm, uh, I'm amongst my people. <laughs> does your truck have a lift? Uh, what the fuck's a lift? You know where the truck seems taller than it should be? Uh, it was huge. So it had like uh, a I'm, monster I'm, truck feel to it? I'm six foot one, and it took me some effort to get in that fucker. So it has a lift. Okay, so all of like the character out the, the character uh, personality characteristics are there for the NASCAR fan. Right, lift right. on the truck, car full of propane and kids. Was yeah. there paps? Was there paps near? Coors? Uh, Bud Light. Bud Light. There we go. Bud Light. And then uh, since it's out there in Arizona... The Bud Light cans were throwing me off because they were red for the Phoenix car, uh, 
Does the Arizona Cardinals or Phoenix yep. Cardinals? I think they're Arizona. Now, does uh, does she have like a jacket? Does she like a Menards or Lowe's or one of those? No jackets one's wearing jackets. No one's wearing jackets. It's fucking like eighty eight degrees. All t shirt. Any hats? T shirt. Oh fuck yeah, hats. You know, yeah, NASCAR, NASCAR hats. hats. Does she have like drivers she doesn't like, or she's strictly there for the booze? Um, I like I said, I got to spend about two hours in NASCAR Village till they had to take me to the airport. Mm-hmm. I was trying to spend the night because I really wanted to see what happens to this place when the sun goes down. It's probably for the best. You likely wouldn't remember it. Yeah, like that, or I wouldn't be here <laughs> for some reason. Like when, just when, when I pull up. When I pull up and the guy's like, look at that motherfucker, he's got a chihuahua. Like, I'm thinking they're sitting there, we're going to have ourselves a little fag drag. Oh, my God. <laughs> I can't believe he just said that. <laughs> well, especially then we get out. And you know me, Mr. Fucking Alcohol here. That is such a fucked up term, first of all. And uh, I mean, that's just the way I felt. Even like growing up in our, not growing up, but just when I was in our Pensatucky town. I mean, good God, I could wear, like, a T-shirt that matched jeans and shoes. And, like, I, where are you going, fancy boy? Like, because <laughs> I wore a T-shirt that matched with jeans? It's not hard to do. <laughs> and so uh, the uh, and we get out, and, uh, yeah, everyone's drinking their Bud Light out of their fucking Phoenix Cardinals. Yep. Phoenix, no, Arizona, Arizona Cardinals. Cardinals. Arizona Cardinals cans. And you know that truly, like, sparkling alcoholic water? Yeah, I guess who pops open one of those? You. Yeah. Hey, it was a hot day, all right? I wanted something light, something crisp. It's like drinking, uh, it's like drinking a San Pellegrino on a hot day. More like a Zima, but that's fine. No, it's not a Zima. It's pretty close. Not at all. Not at all. You sp- the sparkling alcoholic water? Yeah. Depends on, I don't know. I got the lime flavor. That to me more is more like drinking a San Pellegrino. Like I want booze, but I don't really want it to be called booze. I want booze, but at the same time, I don't want to feel totally like dehydrated in the throat. Because it's all pretty much ninety nine percent water. Yeah. Well, it's five. It's it's got a decent ABV. It's five percent. Ten proof. Yeah. So it's pretty good for water. Yeah. <laughs> Christ. <laughs> so I'm just sitting there after like I get called out for the Chihuahua. I'm just walking around the little fucking village with my fucking sparkling alcoholic water. You know, they're just sitting there the whole time like, all right, boys, where's the fucking rope? Uh, Well, let's have a conversation about before your trip. Okay. All right. So I get a call. What is it? uh, Saturday. I'm working. Yeah. Because I'm always working. Right. And it's Saturday afternoon. You're like, hey, uh, my, my, my flight got pushed. Yep. To the next day. And I don't have anything set up for it, so um, you know, just a heads up. I might need I might need a ride. Right. I'm like, all right, cool. I'll call you when I get done with work. Whatever. Blah 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 blah. And so uh, your roommate had a special evening planned. He was going to have like a the house to himself. Everything was going to be great. And obviously, you're the monkey wrench, right? Now yeah. you're in town. You're at the house. You need to go. Right. Like the the sock is tied to the handle. You got to go. Yeah. So all right. Uh, you let me know this, and uh, I'm like, all right, well, I'll, I'll get up, I'll get out there, we'll, we'll come get you. And uh, I said, I'll get, it, I'll get there when I'm done with work, blah, blah, blah. Well, work ended up getting kind of late, and so what was going to be about 8 o'clock is 10 o'clock. And, and the wife, doll, she decides to come with, 
uh, you guys haven't spent a lot of time together and she was kind of missing me because I've been gone so much working, of course. So I get there and the whole mood is set. We've got tiki torches. The whole pad is organized. The, you know, it's, it's look, it's, it's looking kind of predatory, you know, he's <laughs> definitely going to have, he's definitely set a mood. Yes. Yes. And so I bang on the window and I he was probably expecting somebody else. Who's Travis there? Blah, blah, blah. He kind of, you know, throws himself around, goes and gets you and you come out and, and you've already gotten the party started, my man. You are already <laughs> way fucking gone. Yeah. Yeah. What happened? I don't remember much. Not only are you totally, totally trashed, but we're trying to get your shit together and get you in the car. And so Doll's riding shotgun, and she's looking over at me like, is he okay? Because she doesn't assume you're drunk. Okay. She assumes, like, you've hit your head or something. Because mm-hmm. it's, not, it's not even 10 o'clock. Right. It's not even 10 <laughs> o'clock. So I get your stuff in the car. You get in the car, and we're trying to decide where we're going to go. We... we she and I had already decided we were going to go eat something because we hadn't eaten yet. I ate late. And you're kind of thinking, like, I want to go crash. <laughs> yeah, that point. Well, I mean, you know, we did have to be up pretty early for that. Yeah, we had to get up at 5. Yeah, so I'm thinking 10. Okay, if I fall asleep now, I'll get seven hours of sleep. Right. You know, you know I like my 6 to 8. So what's great about this is we end up, it's kind of about 20 minutes from... Travis's place to my place. So, uh, on the way, we're just kind of, you know, bullshitting or whatever. And he would, you know, he's, he's like anyone who's, you know, way past the point starting conversations and then forgetting he started them or whatever. And so we're kind of in, in the, in between, we're like, well, if we bring him in there, are we going to get kicked out? Cause he's kind of messed up and, and, uh, you didn't really want to fly anyway. So you were kind of like, ah, eh. so we get to the, we get to Buffalo wild wings and he just all of a sudden snaps too, like totally fine. Walks right in the door, sits down at the table, crushes two big beers, not a big deal. We're bullshitting. <laughs> and so I think into myself, you know, I don't know if he had a water or if he was just mildly sleeping, which, you know, whatever. We kind of wrap it up there because we do have to get up early and we go home. And this is where the Dana issue comes in. <laughs> so we get home and the Dana has been holding it. But instead of going outside like she's supposed to, she runs over to Travis and she's so excited that she piddles. So I tell Travis, stop, don't move. And I take the Dana and I take her outside. And what does Travis do to completely disregards my information? Doesn't listen to me, walks right through the pile of piddle in his wool socks, right into the carpet, and is just standing there. Like, kind of, I don't know, what were you? You were, you were, you're like, my sock's wet. I'm like, I know, dude. I told you not to do that. <laughs> so then I go, like a nice guy, right? I go upstairs. I get a brand new, never-before-worn pair of socks. Give it to him. He reluctantly puts them on because they're white. <laughs> Even in a totally hammered state, he doesn't want to wear white socks. <laughs> you know, actually, I, I wore those on the vacation. They were great for the shorts. No, oh, a little cut off. Yeah, yeah, I don't yeah. like long socks. Yeah, they worked great, actually. Got a few pictures of me in them. I'll send them to you. We have your so we we hand washed your wool socks and dried them. Yeah, they still at your place. Yeah, yeah. I'll wash your socks and uh, we'll do it. No, you can keep those because uh, you know, like I didn't wear your wool socks. All right. Well, I appreciate the socks, man. Doll took care of you. She got it all straightened out. But she was like, you know, I was like, what? She's like, he. Uh, how did he get up? 
I said, what do you mean? Well, I heard him get up at 5.15 in the morning, and I don't know how he got up. Did he have an alarm set? Yeah. I was floored, too. You came downstairs. You're like, all right, dude, let's go. Do you know where my stuff is? And you were, like, all on point. And, like, four hours before, you could barely say your name. You're like, I'm fine. I'm good. Let's do this. (laughs) It's an expert traveler, my friend. How did you navigate the airport? You could not have been sober. Oh, dude, I've done that airport so many times. So, yeah. Security, just kind of sleep through security. They were super nice to me. Do they walk you through when they know you're hammered? Or they're just like, here you go. And they just put your stuff in this basket and walk forward. No, nah, nah, they just leave you the fuck alone. You just go through and, uh, you know, I made a little, you know, I made some chit chat with them. It was amazing navigation skills. I'll tell you that much. Because I, I would not have been able to, first of all, I was tired. Yeah. And I had had nothing to drink. You woke up. Popped right to, out of the car through, I mean, Minneapolis is a nightmare airport because it's a hub, so it's super busy <laughs> all hours of the day. It's constant lines. How long was the line? It wasn't bad. It wasn't bad. It was, uh, it was a little bit of a line. I don't remember a whole Doesn't it feel like eons when you're just hungover and standing in line at 5 oh, a.m.? Uh, oh, I was still drunk. Really? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I still had a buzz going. Went straight to the bar, re-upped it. Got to do that. You were you had no choice. You had to continue on. Yeah. Otherwise, you were going to be hurting. Yes, yes. And so then I was able to crash on the plane. And then, yeah, I was kind of hurting a little bit. And then my old man and I went out to a sports bar and re-upped. And that's essentially what I did. I just, Sunday, I just kind of had to keep doing the re-up thing, Uh and I had to try to also get myself on Phoenix time, which wasn't too bad. It was only an hour behind us. So you got up early enough that you should have been fine. <laughs> yeah. Well, then I had a buddy come visit me at like 10 o'clock at night. Hadn't seen him in years, years, easily a decade. So yeah, I was in a. Uh, if you're listening to the show, man, I apologize for my state, <laughs> for the state that you uh, found me in. So you essentially were absolutely waxed from five. PM Friday. I would say for yeah. Wait, was it uh, Saturday? Five PM Saturday until about, Saturday, right? Excuse until me. about I don't know. What I stayed up until I think about midnight, midnight thirty. Like I told my buddy, like I just hit the wall. I was like, all right, dude. Like I've I've loved seeing you, but. Yeah, I've so, I've got like the full blown like retards going on right now. I got a crash. <laughs> so that'd be two hours. Uh, so it'd be two o'clock Minnesota time. So you did uh, holy shit. one hour. It would have been one hour. So one, is it one hour about, difference? Yeah, about one thirty. Okay. Yeah, we'll call it two o'clock just to round out the time. Wow. Yeah. Oh, the next day. Then I got up early the next day and then went and like took a tour of like a B seventeen and all that stuff. That's 32 hours, dude, of partying straight. At your age, that's remarkable. Thank you. Thank you. To the younger people listening, I, I, I put it to you. I don't, think, I don't think you could take him on. I mean, just for endurance, maybe not quantity, but endurance, because I was impressed. Thank you. 
Yeah, you know, when it's when it's time to vacation, it's time to fucking vacation. Yeah, you went full blown. That's, yeah. that's what I told Dahl. I'm like, he's on vacation. He takes these things very seriously. <laughs> he does. Because for her, she's like, I don't I haven't met him and yeah. he's pretty blasted, and I thought we were all gonna hang out. Yeah, well, and here's the thing, I still haven't met Dahl. <laughs> oh, you met her. <laughs> so this alleged wife of yours. Yeah, you, no, I know that I met her because I, I do remember. Um, having one moment of like self-consciousness at um, Buffalo Wild Wings because I kept staring at the two of you because I was like drunk and I'm just like, this is really, I'm, this is her, that's him. This is like what Jim does when he's married and this is married. Oh God, you're staring. Stop staring. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you, uh, you troopered on, man. <laughs> you troopered on. I don't know how you did it. I don't either, to be honest with you. I, I was hurting. I was hurting. I'm not going to lie. I was hurting when I got off the plane in Phoenix. And then my dad sounded the rally cry. You Can know? he party down like that too? Oh, no. <laughs> no. No, nah, he had like a beer or two at the sports bar. That's about what I had. And then like we kind of do like a little grocery shopping, like, you know, first thing when we get into town. And then uh, so I just got like a case of Rolling Rock. <laughs> It was like one of those 30 packs for like 18 bucks. Honestly amazing. And uh, I think I took down half of it Jesus that day. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I, like, for those of you that want to picture the level of inebriation, have you seen the movie Beer Fest? <laughs> yeah, I've seen it. I've when seen it. they're trying to find the secret location for Beer Fest, do they all have to get just one of the guys just has to get hammied? That, that's what Travis, so essentially that's the condition I picked him up in. Totally functioning, clearly 100% past the point. I have to say, too, like today, like, oh, I felt like shit going into work today. I didn't even drink yesterday, but I just, just from the entire week, my liver's still playing catch up. Do you, you hollow, that hollow, just sort of spent, I spent just, it all. Yeah, just like hurts to stand. Like, like I remember being at work, like, I'm just standing. I'm standing. Why is this such an issue? <laughs> Do you think your coworkers are like, mm, he's probably still upset about the election? <laughs> Nobody said anything to you? Nobody really said say. anything. It was just, oh, it's Phoenix. I didn't even, like, we were so busy today, I didn't even get a chance to tell him. It was awesome. I, I think that's about all I got to say. It was like, oh, it's Phoenix. It's awesome. And then, uh, oh, we've got shit to do. And then, like, they kind of noticed, like, I think he's still reading. So, like, my my boss was very nice to me. She just kind of gave me some menial tasks to do. That's cool of her. Super cool of her. Yeah. Just, you know, make you feel important. Like, okay, Travis, really need those pencils sharpened. Good of her to be uh, that that intuitive, just looking at you like, oh, he's not capable today. I'm glad that you were administering. That's that's good. (laughs) So, um, yeah. So it was just, um, yeah, I did some... Some uh, menial tasks. Dealt with the people. I'm I'm pretty good at dealing with the people, even if I'm hungover. Nah. I still kind of have that. I don't know. Uh, you think you're a lot nicer than you are. Yeah. Like you picture yourself really nice, and you're okay. Okay. You're okay, particularly if you don't like someone. It's not a mystery. 
No, no, I, I don't make... At least you know where you stand with me. No, because you believe you're being nice. <laughs> I don't know. When it comes to people like uh, that special sort of douchebag that we know. Yeah, you get that sinister look, and then it starts to eat at you, and then you're an asshole. Yeah. 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 It's okay. Uh-huh. I like it. <laughs> So he, uh, yeah. So yeah, today was today wasn't too bad. They'll be expecting more from me tomorrow. So it's been you were gone, but even for those of us that stayed, it's just been a really dysfunctional, strange week. Yeah. Oh, don't get me wrong. It was kind of surreal out there too. But for me, it was it was easier because I didn't have you know I wasn't well, you were on vacation. Yeah, I wasn't doing my day to day. I was just kind of out, you know, clearing my head, being me. And then there was that weird thing hovering all over all of it, but it still, I don't know, it helped me, I don't know, I came back more inspired. Yeah, I wish I was on fucking vacation when all this was going down, because like our show this week... I didn't even plan it, I didn't even plan it, it would just happen to be, oh shit, that's going to be happening while we're gone, because we planned this months in advance, and I was like, oh yeah, which week's election week, oh... It was smart of you, because our show's as lost as we've been the last week. You've been on vacation, but it's still... I don't know. It's just everything's been dominated by either people not getting along, people not agreeing to get along, or people upset that they're not going to be getting along for the next four (laughs) years. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. And it's sort of, I feel like this show, yeah, I'm just kind of coming back to it. So welcome back to Earth, Travis. So. And we do have, let's see, we got, no, 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 we got the, what, not this, this, it's not this Thursday, but next Thursday's Thanksgiving. No, next Thursday's Thanksgiving. Yeah, you coming to the folks' house for Thanksgiving? I'm invited? You're invited. Is Doll going to be there? You don't want to miss her potatoes. You want to sleep on Doll's potatoes. It's like a huge, huge Because that that, that cheesy garlic bread was... uh, That was on point. That was was nice. Yeah, there'll be like 50, 60 people there. Well, you realize the day before is my birthday. No, I did not know that. Yeah. So the day before Thanksgiving is your birthday. Yeah. And you'll be 30 30 6 no. seven? lower lower lower. Shut up. You're not going to turn 35. Yeah. You're yeah. 34 right now? Yeah. Oh, you're a goddamn disgrace. You're just a kid. <laughs> <laughs> so explains all of the that uh that, that now now the the I don't know, composure over 30 beers isn't that impressive. Oh, wait. So you mean like in one week when I turn 35, something's just going to snap? Yep, for sure. I know it snapped when I turned 25. Yeah. That's when I started getting hangovers. Mm-hmm. When you're on the wrong side of 30, everything feels weird. Just like being on the wrong side of 40 for people listening. Right? They know what I'm talking about. Something weird happened. I don't know what it is. So yeah. something weird. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely the, the 25. That was the That was a big kick. So we'll see what happens at 35. Yeah. So that'll be next week. So I'm just warning you, you know, God, like every time doll sees me, I'm just going to be like whacked out. You're going to be wasted at Thanksgiving? Well, I mean, I'm probably... That'd be weird. You got to drive there. Oh, fuck. Well, I'm still going to have a good birthday. Well, I hope you do. That's the night before. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, remember, uh, well... What was it, Easter? I was, I don't know. I was pretty hurt on Easter. You don't want to be around a whole bunch of family people hammied. That'd be odd. No, 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 no. I'm just trying to think. And you're, so you're saying that you're going to party so hard when you turn 35 that when you wake up the following Thursday, and dinner's at 6, we don't do it during the day. It's later in the evening. 
that you're just going to still be carrying on, which I believe after your recent vacation, <laughs> but you're not going to be able to get out to the boonies where my folks live. No, um, no, no. I have. To, I mean, I got to work on Friday anyway, so I'll have to cut myself off out of them, you know. You got to work Black Friday. Yep. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Isn't it? It is nice. Oh, yeah. Keeps you centered. Well, this show has been, I don't know, it's been something. It's been, yeah, yeah. Uh, Miles James Hamilton. I was Travis McFalls. Thanks for listening. Why don't you follow us on Twitter at When Life Attacks or Facebook When Life Attacks Podcast. Or you can look directly at our blog, which is whenlifeattackspodcast.com, where you can view our complete list of social media. If you prefer to keep it simple, you can just email us at whenlifeattacks at gmail.com. Who cares about this stupid election? We all know it doesn't matter who gets elected president of Carver. Do you really think it's going to change anything around here? Make one single person smarter or happier or nicer? The only person it does matter to is the one who gets elected. The same pathetic charade happens every year, and everyone makes the same pathetic promises just so they can put it on their transcripts to get into college. So vote for me, because I don't even want to go to college, and I don't care. And as president, I won't do anything. The only promise I will make is that if elected, I will immediately dismantle the student government so that none of us will ever have to sit through one of these stupid assemblies again. Or don't vote for me. Who cares?